Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. Microphone check, one, two. What is this? Welcome to J.Ill, the podcast. I'm here with Laia St. Clair. Hello, people. And Aja, great and dancer. Yes, the 5'9 assassin with the roughneck business. <laughs> Wait, I might, I think I cut Laia off. What were you going to say, boo? No, I'm just saying, what's up, boo? That's all I'm okay, saying. Okay, okay. I'm just, just, just making sure. We here. <laughs> just making sure. I don't want to cut you off, Laia. I want no, I want no smoke with you. Well, a little bit of well, smoke. Well, you know, what I'm I miss y'all so much. <laughs> I, we haven't done it in so. Oh, sorry. We. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. I really can't wait to see y'all in person, though. I right. mean, I, I'm happy to see you right in this moment, but I yeah. feel that it's time. Okay, we've it is been. Time. We've been on the Zoom. It's time to see one another. I'm going to warn you. I think I warned you before, but I'm warning you now. I'm going to bite you. I'll take a bite. I'm going to bite. I'm going to leave a bruise. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's, it's too much love. We have had, we have shared too many thoughts and feelings. To, Together. To, right. On this damn Zoom. Okay? That's right. Not to, you going to get bit. You finna get it. Okay. You, you about to get it. 
I'm excited. Don't make no marks because you know this thing is light. It's going to be there for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go from red to black to purple, huh? Oh, my God. I, I, like got a, I got a new bruise. Uh, like, it's it's fading now, but I got a new bruise. I was like, what did I do? That's that light skin thing. That's that light, light skin, skin problems. Like, where, did yeah. she, where did this come from? I just, I just walked by the bed. When I did this happen? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't understand y'all's light skin problems, but I know oh. them. Oh, I know because them. I'm looking at the zoom and I, I feel <laughs> you, know, like you, you do. You're, 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 a, you're a, a fair uh, caramely. I'm a caramely color. I just say, but I had a mother. I had a mother who was who was quite light, and she had issues with that too. She would literally have a bruise, and we'd be like, "Mom, what did you do?" She's like, "I just I I get these bruises living. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why this happens to me, but I'd be like, "Mom, that's terrible. That thing is purple. Ouch. You hit something." She said, I did. I don't know what. And I do not remember. Right. And, of course, growing up, because I had light-skinned mama, SPF, okay? I was not one of those. Yes. We we put on sunblock. That's what my mother had to have it on. Or she would peel. So a lot of... That was not a a thing. That's so funny. In the 80s and 90s, like... Yeah, my mother, my mother did. My mother did. (laughs) Yo, y'all remember the first time you saw a black person burn? That shit blew my mind. Like, I saw a black girl bubble. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know. Ooh, because, the dumb, yeah. because the dumb chick put baby oil on to get a better tan. This is common shit. Yes, she did. Girl, she was boiling. I was like, yes, no. you like, sis. Mm. you like, sis, the melanin is not, like, completely. It ain't kryptonite. Um, yeah, it's not kryptonite, sis. It's not. It, it, it does have its limitations. Vibranium. It's not vibranium. It's not vibranium. But I, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I got sunburned on my chest one time. Ooh. And it mm-hmm. completely, like, it changed the color of my chest, like, forever. Mm. I had no idea. I was like, why is my chest hurting? Yeah. Yeah. What is this? I yeah. had no idea. I didn't know. Not for nothing, but the increase of the, the ozone layer become missing. Black people yeah. are more in danger than ever, and they have no idea right. that, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Ooh. actually, I will tell you that I did have my first experience burning in the past five years where I had mm-hmm. my shoulders, and I was like, oh, wait, this is painful. What is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That hurts. <laughs> So, I know white people sitting somewhere laughing at us like, what the fuck? How y'all didn't... They're like, how y'all didn't know that the sun burns? What is wrong yes. with y'all? Because like, it we're never from... did before. And that's yeah, how you never... know that the, the sun is getting stronger and the ozone layer is getting weaker. That's how you know. Because yeah. all, all these years, all these years in the sun, uh, yeah. just turning different colors like crazy all summer long. I remember all I turned long. green one time because like a like a, a, a army green. Because they had so much chlorine in the water. And we had gone to a family reunion and I swam. I swam with my cousins all day until the sun went down. And even after that, sometimes two, three o'clock in the morning, we were swimming. I took that bathing cap off. Yes, bathing cap. I took my bathing cap off. Come on, bathing cap. And I had a line right here. From being in the sun. Just you remember that. You got to do that. Well, I yeah. never had a swim cap. My mother would just braid our hair, but I always wanted to. I always thought that the girls shit ain't with never swim caps, anyway. It ain't never worked. I it didn't the girls stay with on. swim caps, moms love them a little bit more. I, I <laughs> no, and that shit yeah. hurt. Put, get, get, when you put it on, AJ, it hurt. It hurt. And then you'd be mad because you've been through all that pain to put it on. And then your hair's still wet. It's like, what? Yep, what? still wet. So yeah. you ain't miss nothing. 
Yeah, black but, girl yeah stuff. but changing colors like that, you know, changing to some green person because yeah. of the chlorine in the water, like that yeah. was deep. Ew, that's that's, that's wild. Wild. a little tint on the skin. Yeah, that that's wasn't a- good. It was like a, a, you know, Motel 6, one of them joints. So they had that. They probably had bleach in the water. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like when we were little and, and we grew up, you know, in the 80s, you know what I'm saying? And I I, I think about like black women and, and well, black folks, period. And how we talk about color is the most interesting situation. It's like if you talk to old people, they got certain ways of saying things and talking about things and talk to our generation. I remember that, you know, my husband always says, I don't know when the light skinned boys went out of style. He was like, but when I was young, that used to be like a cool thing. And now it's not. And I think to myself, when we were little, we had such a terrible view of our skin tone and color. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, it was just awful. And for me and for everybody on this call, you know, and to have a conversation about colorism is really a deep thing because it's like none of us really had to experience what it was like on the other side of that for real for real like to really be young in the 80s and have to sit there and have people talk about your skin color in such a negative and derogatory way but black people go through such ways that it's not even just a it's not even exclusively to dark skin folks and it's uh, not even exclusively to light skin folks it depends on the decade I feel like right don't you feel I do. I agree. It also depends on the way your family looks. Because it because when I was growing up, I definitely thought I was darker than I am. <laughs> because yeah. all my family member, they was lighter. And my dad was really dark. And so for me, my grandmother said, would say, you know, your father's handsome, but he's so black, you know? Mm. <laughs> so these were things that was normal for people to say. You know, for and so in my mind I'm thinking, Oh, I'm dark because I'm darker than all y'all and that's my dad. You know, and I'm closer to his color, I thought, than I was to my mom. It does depend on the environment, what was said to you and what were the thoughts around those things. Maybe even also, too, like what part of the country you lived in. That, too. But it also has to do with with the time. Like, like, like you said, that, you know, in the 50s. Oh, yeah. honey. You needed to be fried by dyed laid yeah. to the side. You need to have that that hair popping. You know, you had to get pressed, baby. And yeah. the lighter you were, the prettier you were. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's yeah. how yeah. It, that's how it was. And if you were on television, you know, you had to be a maid. There yeah. was really nothing else for you to do. Yeah. A maid, yeah. A, a mammy, you know, a, a something along those lines, a nanny. There was nothing else. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, when was the first time you saw a brown-skinned person, like truly brown, on television? Do you remember that? Ooh, okay. Uh, in the heat of the night? I'm I'm sorry. That just popped in my head. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Sidney Poitier was was brown. I can't remember the first he was person in the I movies. saw. But my but, earliest yeah. recollection of Black people on television would have to be like cartoons. Oh, God, the Tom well, and Jerry's of it all. Yeah, I think I probably, my first, I think black people that I, oh, no, no, Sesame Street. That was the first black person, like Gordon. Yes, Gordon, who is dead, still around. Yeah, Mr. Gordon. I think it you was know? the the late night television, um, you know, trying to think, because, you know, TV used to go off. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> when I, TV when I was used to go up. off. TV used to go off. I will, t- <laughs> I will tell you it was something special about Whoopi Goldberg. 
Oh, God, when, she, yes. when she came on TV. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. When she was in a movie. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was the lead. Right. Yes. yes. One fatal beauty, the, jumping jack flash. All the movies. Yes. yes. She yes. was the lead. I, that, that is, you know. Until I, Ghost. <laughs> until Ghost. And until then she, she, but she, she rocked that. She rocked that. She, she took she that. Yeah, yeah. She's the star of that movie. Oh, big for sure. Time. Yeah. But for she sure. was the first of her, I feel like, that had that look. That it was okay. Mixed with the hair. But I still don't even think it'd be, it's like, it's interesting, the representation part, right? People Mm -hmm. get, we get the representation and that feels good, but on the playground, it's still, if you dark, you African booty snatcher. It's still, if you light skin, it's still, if you light skin, you think you, you think you better than everybody, or you might end up getting beat up or something, just showing up light skin. Mm -hmm. I mean, in, in real life, in the way that we, we interact with each other, you know, or I want to marry this type of person so I can have pretty babies. And good hair. Oh, my God. Or you got that good hair. Or, you know, are you real pretty for a dark-skinned girl? Uh, or, you know what I mean? Like, and these are things that really, in my opinion, we still dog whistle these things to this day. True. Mm-hmm. People may not say those exact words anymore, but it's like, come on. We even down to, like, the natural hair movement. Where it's mm. like when you see a lot of the models for natural hair, they got a certain kind of natural hair. Oh, that curl mm-hmm. pattern is the number one, not the four. I think right. that's the way it goes. Right, that's the number know. one. It's not a number four. It's a four yes. C. Four yes. C. Yes, I need <laughs> me a strong four C. Honey. We're just starting. It's funny. I think if, as of this year, we are just starting to see women in commercials with a little bit of four C. Mm-hmm. Well, a little well, bit of And 4C. typically, those women are paired with white men. <laughs> oh, God. Come on with your truth, Jill. Ain't nobody got time for it today. Listen, I, I as, <laughs> to be to be light skinned, and I'm telling you that this is that's new for me. I just <laughs> didn't, I didn't even believe it. I didn't believe it. This is this is new to me. I just found out I'm light skinned. Damn. Like even mm. now to say it out loud is like jacking me up because. But what's wrong with this season? Because we're not. Post- there's. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying I really didn't know. I yeah. didn't know. You, Who could be have, that delusional? I look at myself. I wash my face every day. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I get in the shower. I see myself, but I just never thunk it. I just so you feel a little it. bit more diluted than you did before. Something is missing. <laughs> <laughs> Something is missing. I just didn't know. I don't know. Because all of my, well, I'll say most of my really close girlfriends are brown. Yeah. You know, I got, I got one light-skinned homie. You know, that's been around for more than, than 10, 15 years. But don't but, you find color and black folks so interesting? I think it's interesting when people see a, a, a person and they see their parents and they're like, it's no way that that child came from these two people. Not knowing that, like, this child, they may be dark and their child may be light, but they had a, like, parent here. And, the, you know, just the way. Oh, yeah, the way the whole thing works. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a couple of friends that have been accused, not accused, but, you know, you must be mixed. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. What are no. you mixed with? What are you mixed with? Black and black. Black and black. Black and black. But then also, too, there's always this assumption that light skin also means, you know, um, like we talked about the hair thing. Where it's just mm-hmm. like, I know light skinned people with 4C hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's like yeah. black people have just this, all these different combinations of the ways that we look that, mm-hmm. and we had to discuss it, but, you know, we've been moved around. We've been moved around, mixed, added, all of these different things. We have so much variety to the way that we look. You know, 
what we consider to be black or look black or be black, all of that, all those things start to come into question. And really, like we talking about the DNA test, you know, I had a good girlfriend who her test came back. She's like 41% European. Ooh, she mad? Mad as hell. She's mad as hell, but she's black, black girl. And, you know, once you get into those type of percentages, you could you could look at yourself as being quote unquote biracial at that point. You feel me? Then there's some people who just identify as black, you know, identify, oh, I'm black. And, and that you might look at them in their face and their face is so light that you wouldn't necessarily immediately say, oh, that person is 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 black. You know what I'm saying? And so I just think we 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 have to be able to um, get to this point where we really embrace all of the ways that we can look and all the ways that our beauty looks, because I don't think that we even keyed into how much diversity there really, really is. It's not, we still always talk in terms of light skin and dark skin. You got light skin people, you got dark skin people. Because really, Jill, I can see how, I mean, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a break on this. I can see how you could have been a little thrown by being called light skin. Because maybe you felt, oh, I'm, I'm just brown. I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm the brown girl. I'm trying to look at her, I'm looking at her. I know, she looked yeah. light skin to me. I'm just trying to God, give her the benefit okay. of the doubt. You, you a good friend, that's what you're doing. You're being a good friend. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to- guys, I'm, I'm telling you, how could I, how could I not know? That sounds so nuts, even to me. But I just never really thought about it. I didn't. I didn't think about it. I was just brown. What was the illest thing somebody said to you about your skin tone or about skin tone to you that sticks out to mm. you in your mind? Well, as of late, my family is busting on me for being light skinned. <laughs> 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 you know, with with this newfound, and I'll say new because you know the television hasn't been representing properly, in my opinion. In every sitcom, you know, the husband is is some kind of brown skin and the wife is some kind of light skin with one C curls, you know, <laughs> like seriously. No, you're right. Like yeah. every think of them. Let's go. Let's it go. was. It's, it's interesting. They're trying to make a little change. It's, I, you just made me think of like the, such the a promo shots. To see. Yeah. Of the new Gossip Girl where they have a sister with like a shade with, with Kevin and, Hart yeah. and that Father, beautiful yeah. woman. I don't know her name. Um, who is also in them, you know, it's uh, having Lupita Nyong'o as a lead, you know, seeing brown skinned women being loved is a, is like a whole new concept. On Isn't that weird, though? I found like myself feeling fruits, weird, you yeah. know, and when the, when the new Viv came, I was mad. Right. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. How could you do that? She can't even be brown like Aunt Viv. We love Daphne Maxwell Reed, but we do. it's we like, do. Yes. we was all hot. We was all a little bit, felt, felt a little betrayed by that moment. Like, yes. are y'all crazy? Because we know Aunt Viv is brown. She made them brown babies. You know, she got one light-skinned daughter, but her son <laughs> is brown and her daughter is brown. So how you gonna do yeah. this? We all the way in fantasy. I love it. But no, no because we, saying. she only saying she's only saying what we all thought. She was only saying what all of us be thinking. Okay, like, how is this even every, happening? No, none of us understood where Denise and Sandra came from. None. Oh, we all wonder why they were so light. Oh, you talking about what a, you did? You wonder? Okay. Yes. Did y'all uh, not come on, yeah. Sandra? No, 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 no. no I thought no, about no, the, were... the the grandfather on grandmother, on, the grandfather, Claire's and, mother. Yes. And and uh, um and yes the, um, uh, the Huxtable what's his name um I keep wanting to say Bill well Joe so it was Joe Williams was Claire's daddy and um no the you, 
And Cliff's uh, father was brown, was light-skinned. Yes, yes, Russell. Russell, yes, Russell yes, 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 yes. wasn't as light as Sandra. He was like, I mean, he we was let like, that go. It's okay, y'all. We let that you go. Right, but you right, though. Because it trickled reality. down all the way down to, to Rudy. And it was like, oh, okay, you're doing a color crescendo. Right. You're doing a color well, crescendo. We do that. <laughs> we, we have a color spectrum in our family. It's yeah, true. we do. You know, I have a friend whose who's twin sisters, one is light, one is, is dark. Period. Yeah, not for nothing. My my father is one of nine, and my grandmother was as dark as this background we're looking at, but he is lighter than Jill, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, that's why I was saying earlier about the beauty in, in Black and what we can make, and people are, so even we get confused as to what we can do. You right, know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's kinda, yeah. It's, Come on, give it to God. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give it to the one who, who do it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yes, indeed. So many flowers in the garden, so I think even when you talk about TV, right, and we had this conversation with my daughter was talking about movies that she was looking forward to and like people who are casting for these movies that she's looking forward to. So there are several movies that are coming out that are in the works. And she's just like, if they cast that person and who with light skin and curly hair, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. And so it caused this conversation in my household about colorism. And it's my 13 year old who was talking about it. And she tried to explain to my husband. She was like, you know, dad, the problem is that, you know, not that people don't see beauty. She said, but there's so many dog whistles, basically. When they do cast dark skinned women, it's people, they, they cast them in these ways that make them look aggressive, angry, or, you know, and it's gotten better over the years. But it's like, and he, he laughed and he said, you know, it's funny because I, they talk negatively to men about being quote unquote light skinned. They're not looked at as manly. He was like, whereas when people talk about a, a dark right. skinned man is all, always presented as a really strong character and oh, he's yeah. a really strong Oh, Jaymon Hanzu changed the game in the Janet. Remember? That was right. when it was like light skins out. Right. <laughs> Or, or even New Jack City, because yeah. I always tease Christopher Williams, yeah. you know, about that whole, you know, the the, the juxtaposition between him and... Oh, and, him and, and Wesley. And Wesley yeah. Snipes. And right. so, you know, and he was talking about that. Pretty and so my daughter... Yeah. Right. And my daughter broke it down. She said, the reason why that is, Dad, is because it all goes back to black women. She's like, light-skinned black women are considered more feminine more soft more Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. she was like and you know in the world of television and media she was like and so when you have a a light-skinned man his features are considered softer more Mm. feminine she was like yes the mouths of babes so she was like so this is why this happens and how how light-skinned men get um you know portrayed as being softer and being not as strong she said but think about how that looks for women she says, so when dark-skinned women are presented in media, and she it, then they're they're presented as more masculine, less feminine. She said, and this plays itself out in the real world in a very real way. So you get dark-skinned girls who are punished more in school. You get dark-skinned girls who are considered more aggressive. You get dark. She says, so this is really important. Mm-hmm. Why we have to be clear on the way these messages are sent to us about our skin color. And she was like, in, in media. And my husband's mind was blown. He was just like, oh. Won't they do it? <laughs> yeah. Won't kids blow your mind? I tell you, one of them, uh, th- those, I know one of the actresses that she's probably excited about that I know I was excited about to see her was uh, Dominique Fishback. Yeah. Like seeing her and uh, Judas and the, 
Messiah. And the Black Messiah. And the Black Messiah. The love that they had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The love and the respect Mm -hmm. and the banter, the intelligence. Mm -hmm. That was a really lovely way. I mean, and and that's a girl who looks like your girl. She looks like you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I, I could look at that girl and see myself. She's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I love that. That That was on point. Yeah, that was on that, point. I, when you was talking, I was like, okay, yeah, I feel like, yeah, Dia, she'd be. But about it, no, this is a, one of the twins. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll be back after the break. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on post reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. think about this most of the successful black men that you know uh oh here we go their wives are typically light skinned yeah 
Only Denzel. Thank you, Denzel. Thank you, Samuel. Sam. Thank you, Samuel. Thank you, thank Samuel. You so much. Thank you, Samuel. Look, I, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm a traitor on my team. Cause I speak have a, it. No, speak I it. do. I feel like I'm a traitor on my team. I'm, I'm finding out I'm light skinned and I'm like, oh man, wow. I've always had an affinity to brown skinned women. Those are the ones that I seek out at, at the party. Those are the ones that I ended up hanging out with. See, but we got to be careful that we don't with. alienate the right. light. Because I feel bad. Right. We can't do I that didn't to, realize yeah. because I wanted to be that. So I was, you know, d- you know, attracted to those kinds of friends because they were they were brown. I'd never considered it until I looked at my best friend, you know, uh, and I looked at, you know, the girls that I will hang out in high school or whatever. And I'm like, oh, snap. You know, it, it has been. Well, I mean, like I thing. said, I mean, my girlfriends, my cousins will be like, you know, they walk in a room. Ain't nobody said a word to them like, oh, she's stuck up. So this is the 80s and 90s when we growing up. So you you probably definitely internalize some of that, thinking mm-hmm. I, I have a better mm. chance at making a friend with a girl who's not light skinned because she's gonna think she's better than me, or she's gonna be stuck up, or she's gonna. But well, meanwhile, people was thinking Jill was thinking that she was better than them because she right. was light skinned, and she That's was in shock, scared. sitting around yes. like, "Why y'all don't like me?" <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't understand what's happening here. I'm, no, I'm light skinned, and you think you better. I'm, I'm on the brown skin team. What you mean? What yeah. you mean? I don't understand this. And. And the, the, the conversations that grown-ups had about babies. How about that? Look at the ears. Yeah, you know the, how the dark they bed. are. Look at their fingernail bed. And then you'll know how dark they're going to get. Yeah, how yeah. dark they're going to get. Ooh, but, child. But that wasn't necessarily... But that's, I thought that was more of a fortune. Reality. Not like... Yeah, not like... That's a reality. It's a bad thing. It's just like, you you can see how dark it is. No, not... Like. Well, not bad. It's just our obsession with it. With color. Like, yeah. who like, cares? Like, why does it even matter? Why, does, yeah. why is this even a conversation? Let me tell you something. You give me a fat thigh brown skin baby, I'm done. I'm I'm in for the day. Hello, you sweet, wonderful thing. I don't know. I I, I have an affinity. Jill, we gotta fix this. Listen, it's real. It's real. I have an affinity to to brown skin babies and brown skin people. I just do. I don't well, know what to tell you. And my my dude is light skinned with freckles. Is he? Yeah. Shut up. I know. It's a shock to me, too. And some of the most... Uh, I hate to say this, but, you know, what about the other, the, uh, the other theory, too, about how light-skinned folks sometimes have the biggest mouths, which is why sometimes some of our biggest... I need to throw uh, that ...revolutionaries party. in the game. Uh, because, Do y'all you know, think just, it's a little bit of survivor's guilt? I hate to say this. Is it a little bit of the, uh, the house privilege where you feel like you can... You're a little bit more empowered than... The, the thing is, I just field. never thought about it. I, I, I never thought about my skin color. I didn't think about it. But you definitely seen other people. I mean, you're looking at the people around you thinking, I mean, I, I mean, you got to, I mean, have thoughts about that, though, like how it played out in front of you, though. Yeah. You know Mostly, what I mean? Yes, for sure. Mostly I thought about who was pretty and, and why, you know, or who was handsome and why. Because you know, even somebody it, just it was, was talking it about was Matthew Knowles saying how to me. Knew. I was in, look, I was in North Philly and I'm like, we all broke. We all here. We all trying to survive. I ain't worried about color because we all black up in here. You know what I mean? I just didn't, yeah. it didn't occur to me to But when you got in the world, though. About color. Like, we not us. It's either we black. We black. We everybody here black. But. 
I'm telling you, I noticed when my mother worked, my mother worked the secretarial pool for many, many years, like as administrative assistant. She worked in uh, several law firms. And back in the 80s, y'all remember how, you know, the cubicle situation and everybody, mm -hmm. big area where the cubicles are and, you know, the offices are behind it. A real 80s story. You walk in, the receptionist is light-skinned. Right. right. First person you All see. All of the people whose cubicles are closest to the front, light skin. You walk further to the back, dark skin. It's like everywhere I turned as a kid, I saw colorism. And even now... Oh, in D.C., you couldn't have no choice because it was a, a, a class thing, too, at some point. A class thing, a color thing. And even still, you got to figure as well, like some of the earlier like instances of education for us as black folk happened to the kids who were the, the, the black children of slave masters. They were the ones that were taught to read. Those They were the ones that had so access. So that went back to what I was saying, whispering to you that I didn't necessarily Privilege. feel comfortable. I was going to say when we talk about uh, revolutionaries and activists and things of that nature, especially we talk about the past and a lot of them See, you know, this is Families, like from education. Malcolm, Al Alice, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, uh, just, it seems like, would that be one of the, the reasons that, you know, feel a little bit more empowered, a little bit more free? And Ma maybe way, a little bit more generational treated. education and wealth too, uh, access. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, access. Because I mean, if you look at the early colleges and stuff like that, obviously, you know, there's the infamous paper bag test. There's all of those different things that happen, you know, amongst the educated elite blacks. W.E.B. Du Bois talked about it a lot. He's like, you know, yes, around black folks, it matters that I'm light skinned, but around white folks, I'm just black. It don't right. matter, you know. Right. So and we kind of always is. dealing with that, you know, that situation in terms of. Yo, y'all just started like this, this, this growing headache in my head from thinking about how hard others have fought to keep us separated and hate ourselves Hi. like this shit is ill and, it, and, it, and it's and it's it's so contagious that it's gotten to the continent and they are like bleaching their skin i am it is uh, very serious even I, sometimes when i see like i follow a lot of makeup pages even though yeah. i don't do makeup i'm terrible at it but i follow the pages <laughs> and eventually when you follow a lot of makeup pages, you'll get to some pages where it's a lot of, of where, uh, women on the continent. And what you notice in terms of the makeup style is a lot of heavy foundation. A lot of times it's very light. Yes, it's lighter. It's lighter. Which is the, much the reason lighter. for the, the whole ashy song. You know, you can't be classy if your makeup ashy. You know, <laughs> that's a that's a thing. I'm finna, I'm finna crawl on this table right I'm now. Come, come get me. Come get me. Come get me. I'm on. I'm on my way under the table. It's it's a Jeez. whole song. It's like big on TikTok. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, like, what is TikTok? I'm sorry to choke. Poof, be gone. <laughs> Your makeup too strong. <laughs> what? That's the lyrics to that song. Yes. Poof, Ooh. be gone. Your, Your makeup, makeup be too gone. strong. strong. Your makeup too strong. That's the. Those are the lyrics. You can't be classy if your makeup ashy. Like, listen. Shout out to Rihanna right now oh, yeah. for for creating colors. Okay. You know that actually work with all of our our skin tones. Yeah. You know. Um, I fucked with Fenty. Yeah. yeah. For a long time. I messed time, with Fenty. You know, mm -hmm. there would be that ashy color, particularly with with brown skinned women. And now at this point, it's like it's a choice. You, you're yeah. you know trying to be lighter. I noticed when some people do my makeup. 
that they'll make me lighter. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what I want. Yeah, calm your life down. Don't do that to me. It's, it's, I'm not. I'm Let's not, talk about Instagram filters. I am. I'm just here to be oh. a black woman in this world. Okay, I'm here for that. I did. I don't. This the other stuff. Listen, they'll shoot me just like they shoot you. Please believe it. But yeah, let's, I'm talking. About, let's talk about filters on social media. That's a big deal. Girls all across black, white, wherever they will use a filter. I but yeah, do. I'm, you? I'm, I'm guilty. But. We all have used a filter, but let's discuss how that filter immediately makes you lighter. Does it? Now, you about to make me open my shit. I'm like, wait a minute. Those filters I make you lighter. Myself. Yes, those filters make you lighter. I don't want to be lighter. I don't know what she's talking about. Wait, hold on, Lord. I gotta, I don't, I mean, you have just, to teach it, me it, about the filters on the things. Okay, well, maybe it just, it provides a glow on the cheekbones and the T-zone you know, so that it's okay. Now, can you maybe share with right. me filters and stuff uh, on Instagram or something? On Instagram yeah. or Snapchat and all that. When they put your fit the filter on, you can filter. Yeah, did you, you can filter this a the picture. best one right here. Yeah, and you can filter a picture on your regular phone. That's that's an option after you take a photo. You can alter the photo I mean, after you take a photo. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like during videos yeah, yeah. and yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, like, during, I don't, yeah. I don't know how I'll to put do you that. on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not trying to. I'm just. I'm not trying to look lighter. Listen. I had such appreciation, such an appreciation for my grandmother and her skin tone. I thought that was the prettiest thing I ever saw in my life. Every day. Every Damn. day. And wow. I didn't want to, I didn't think outside that I could be anything other than what she was. Period. And then, you know, I knew for me too, like it irked me when somebody at school, like when I was a kid, so when somebody in school did not see the brown skinned beautiful girl, when they didn't see her. That irked me. I'm like, now that's pretty. But automatically, if you were light-skinned with long hair, you were already, you know, you were beautiful. Just automatically. And I was like, eh, not so much. Yeah, Yeah, Not so much. (sighs) Not so much. You know, I don't see it. But that I could see. I could always see brown So you never played with the towel on your head? Like whooping? No, it was a shirt. It was a shirt. Mine was a shirt. Yeah, mine was a shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Mine was a shirt. Yeah, I was Diana Ross in the fan. Yeah. Oh, I was I was Susie from Soul Train. Um, what's her name? Sonia Song. What's her name? Susie. The lady with the long, long hair. Yeah, the Asian lady with the yeah, long hair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes <laughs> I would put like a little a little scrunchie on it too. Uh, <laughs> oh, you was fancy. I put a little scrunchie on the side. Cause being a black girl is is vicious. It is a hard situation to be a black girl. And to look at your skin and your hair and actually in your gut, in your conscious, in your subconscious, feel that it is beautiful and it is the most beautiful. And, oh, I, yeah. and I just can't sit here and pretend that even though things have gotten better, that that wasn't a huge part of my growing up. It just was. It's I mean, still here. It's why love, our mother said, I don't know about your mother, but did you get the, I ain't buying you no white dolls. Oh, no, we weren't allowed to have white dolls. We were not allowed. I was not allowed to have white dolls. I had a Mm-mm. Yeah, we did. I was black, too. No, my Barbie wasn't black. I had a Barbie. Oh, no. The My Child, my Cabbage Patch dolls. I mean, I had dark-skinned Cabbage Patch dolls. Me, like, too. It, it, I ain't had mm-mm. Me, too. Patch my mother was Y'all mad. Was rich. <laughs> oh, don't all <laughs> chill. What? I told you I borrowed my girlfriend's uh, Cabbage Patch doll. I'm a babysit. And take it back. <laughs> oh! She had a carriage and everything. It was great. It was great. It was yes, great. I, I, I it, was have, an, it was I, enough for me. 
I didn't have the Cabbage Patch accoutrement. I just had a Cabbage Patch. I just had a Cabbage Patch and some clothes. Clothes. No, no. I needed. I needed clothes for me. Um, <laughs> it's why what I survived. No, no, no. You right. And and I, I enjoyed my life, and and now you can buy the Cabbage Patch Company if I want to. If I want to. If I want to. Growing in the garden. Sorry, I just thought about the song. It was rough. <sighs> I strove. If that's the right word. I just never wanted to be one of those girls. They irked my soul. See, now we're getting, we getting to it. They, I never mm-hmm. wanted to be that. That bothered me so Ooh, much. Pull it up that to the surface. you walk around thinking that you're so cute because you light-skinned with mm. long hair. That just irked me. Like, yes. are, you, are you funny? Are you cool? Do you have a personality? Do uh. You know, what are you into? You know, all of a sudden, you know, this girl walks in and everybody's like, oh, she bad. She fine. So and, and the anxiety you felt from me. being viewed that way. Yes. The, the anxiety you felt from being viewed as a light-skinned girl and how people thought that that what that meant made you go so hard in the opposite direction that, that I didn't you even know I was light-skinned. Girl. But wait, so I got an even deeper question because I know, Jill, a lot of times people confuse this video girl for you and she that is who she is. That is the perception of her. Is that why you get mad when people ask, are you the girl in the Glamorous Life video? Because the the way that she's posed in the video, she is a light-skinned girl that don't want to talk to nobody and she's stuck up and da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm sorry, I just went real deep, but I was just curious. Well, that that's a character that, you know, I don't I don't care for. Yeah, okay. I, was, I get it. I know. I, I asked you. But I've always been an actor. You know what I mean? So there's times when, like, even Hazel Rochelle is, I don't know if it's because she's light-skinned mm-hmm. or because she's, you know, a, a singer or successful or whatever. You know, she's got an air about her that irks me. But nonetheless, that's it's not my job you to judge her. a character. Right, it's my job right. to play the character. You know, so... Yeah, even that. Like, I just, I never By liked the way, that. By congrats that on being on a new platform. I'm just saying. I just wanted to shout that out. Thank that you. That first Club was on another platform. Thank oh. you very much. Oh, and we just got picked I, up for a third season. Yes. Man. I mean, yeah. Girl, you're going to be on two? Her- you're going to be on two TV shows at the same time, girl. It so looks, hard, it honey, It looks honey. that way. She works hard for her money, so you uh, better treat her right. Come on, somebody. Lord, let me manifest multiple streams of income. Listen, Amen. Lord, come on, come on, Asia. Amen. <laughs> I'm with you, boo. Dear Lord, we come to mm-hmm. you as humbly as we know how. Yes, And Lord. we ask that you put yes. multiple streams of income into the pockets of these here black women. Yes. Not just because we light skin. Not just because we And not just because we light skin. <laughs> Yes, yes. Can yes, we yes. get it for the brown and the browner and the brown? Yes. Amen. Yes, yes, yes Lord. Please. Amen. Okay. Amen. Multiple streams. I will play an angel or a devil, Lord. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under the table. I, I quit you and Jill. I quit both of y'all today. Both you can't y'all. quit me. You can't quit me. Because <laughs> I'm in here. <laughs> you can't quit me. I'm, I'm, I'm in here. I'm in here. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, y- y'all, we, we 20 years in. Ain't, ain't nobody going nowhere. We 20 years in. Nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. 
Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Oh my God, I really feel like you just figured me out. You figured out some shit yeah. that I've never really put together. Girl, like, you what was is this animosity? Because yeah. I don't, I never wanted somebody to judge me based on what they thought. You know, I don't like that. I don't like boxes. Yeah. I hate yeah. them. I yeah. hate them. Sweet, yeah. if you want to. Sometimes a motherfucker, if I have to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's this. I, I think that's all three of us, though. We don't, we don't like that box shit because it ain't no box that we fit in. That's yeah. the thing. That's the problem with colorism. It's yeah. boxes. Yes. Right. You're automatically this or that. If you're, if you have, if you're a, a brown-skinned girl with natural hair, you automatically smell like shea butter. You right. might not use that. You might use right. something completely different. You it's might not even listen to Jill Scott because you're you natural. You might like, not like Oh, her. yeah, but let me just right. say this. At all. Being, being a sister who is a little in the middle, a caramel, if you will, it, it, it that's when it all boils down to that's what all boils down to the hair. 
See, that's why you can't talk about colorism without talking about the hair. Because you, you said something right there. Because for me, if I wear my hair natural, it's, hey, queen. It's, mm -hmm. hey, sis. Oh, it's yes. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? You wear your hair straight, you don't get that. But let me say this. And, and, and the conversation of the day, a lot of conversation of the day is about respectability. And we're talking about colorism, but like I said, if we extend it into stuff like hair if we, and aesthetics, right? We start talking about that, that whole idea of, you know, what is professional, what looks a certain way. And if you associate straight curly hair with light skin, right, at some point, but now anybody can have that look. So it may not be light skin, but it comes from those thinking that thinking of what is, you know, what is adjacent to white and what that and that being, you know, more acceptable, that being more beautiful, that being right, more like a, nat a beautiful natural wig, even though you have your own natural 4C going on under here. But you're like, I don't know if that's going to be acceptable. Let it me to be get longer. this 2C, you right. know, 1C kind of wig, you know, to just fit in a little better. Right. To make it a little bit more acceptable, a little bit more. Yes. A quote unquote approachable, more yes. beautiful. Approachable. I just, it just it, it the hair situation. I think we can't fairly talk about this unless we talk about the hair part too. And like I said, the respectability aspect and what is the more palatable version of the black woman that people can you know that they feel is representing and doing the right thing and being the type of black woman that we want other people to perceive black women as, because that's where it comes. That's where the colorism thing came in with my mom's job. It's like, Oh, the most palatable black woman for us is this light skin. We're going to put her in the front. Look, So we have to be really this, careful this, about that. It may not be known, but at jet magazine, Ebony and jet, there were no brown skinned women in the building. Well, his for, wife and his, Mm. In the building, the, well, if they were there, they were cooking. No, I wasn't saying. I was saying that he his his wife was a fair was that's a fair a, lady. That is, she was, that she's, is she's a, a fair thing. lady. That mm -hmm. is a yeah. thing. When I I visited Ebony and Jet, the the headquarters in Chicago, mm -hmm. I think it's gone. No, they now. are dark in the kitchen, though, Jill. You find it's it's interesting that you said because I visited too, and they are. Yeah, it was it was no brown skinned women at all, and I remember saying that to Mr. Johnson, like, you know, this is so nice to be here. Is there? We we took the whole tour of the entire building. I was like, mm, "Are there beautiful any building brown skin women?" Did you say that, Jill? I did. What he say? He was like, "Yeah," but I didn't see none. They in the fashion fair room. And then in the I back, asked back. the sister, and I, I was like, "Are there any brown skin women?" She said, "No." Ooh, they the fuck that white supremacy child. I just man, it's a, listen, it, ooh, oh. baby, it is a powerful drug. I mean. And can I say, Asia, that, that term has been used a lot more lately. I mean, in our news, in my Real, house, real uh, Housewives of Beverly, no, I'm sorry, of New York. Shout out to Ebony K. Williams. <laughs> like, I, We're starting to understand the granddaddy of it yeah. all, Phil. But think about but it. Like, when we get dressed up to go somewhere, and I, I am absolutely wholeheartedly guilty of this, there is a wig involved. You know, there is some kind of hair involved, whether it yeah. is, you know, yeah, I, I don't prefer, care about I prefer to have some braids or, you know, some some faux locks or not even those. But, you know, I've, th there's so many different kinds of braids. I prefer that to have that. But I also enjoy, you know, wearing my wigs, too. Yeah. Now, the gag like for me like the nation I'm wide one is that mm -hmm. I cannot do a straight wig. I can't do I can't. It has to look like black girl hair. 
No, I seen that. I, that's why I said in the nationwide one. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was a, like a nice little kink in the curl. It has to be. You know, you know was, whether, and, and I, I got a lot really of flack for that. They were like, <laughs> why you got a, oh yeah, why she got on that hat? You know, which is what I call wigs anyway, hair yeah. hats. Because it ain't my hair. It's a hat for my purpose. You yes. know, in, in, the, uh-huh. in the winter, I wear a scully. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, was there summer. a decision? What was the decision <laughs> process, though, Jill, in wearing the wig versus your real hair, like your hair? And like, what was the why? I'm just curious because well, you brought it up. Number one, I got a lot of damage in my hair from the other TV show that I was shooting. We did a lot okay. of pulling back, a lot of pulling back because I didn't want heat in my hair. So we pulled her. And by the time I got to Nationwide, I was like, I... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. Can't pull nothing else back. Oof. I'm trying to hold on to mommy's edges. Right. right yeah. Right, right. yeah. Yeah. We're not. We're not going to do this. In hindsight, I probably would have wore a different one, but you know, <laughs> it was what it was at the time, and I I liked it. And honestly, it kind of reminded me. Damn, it reminded me of of Blair from. Um, <laughs> Facts of life. I'm dead. I'm, I knew that's what you was going to say. Blair actually did have some good hair. Yeah, I'm sorry. It reminded me, it reminded me of All Blair. All right, Asia Facts with the life. good, you know. But the, yeah. No, no, I mean, too. No, I I mean good, like good. As I know. in it like was, a good style. Like she had that bouncy. That thing was yeah, popping. Yeah, she did. It was had, thick. It was yeah. a lot of hair, you know, and I, that's I mean, what out I was. Of all the facts of life, girls. Yeah, she was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah she had or, the hair. You know, I could easily say. Oh no, Natalie's hair was always popping too. Please believe it. Y'all just did. We just didn't talk about it. Natalie always Natalie had. Natalie had really. Oh, Natalie's hair looked good and too. Brown. Yeah. If yeah. She, that, I, whoever was the stylist on that show, actually, let's just talk about it. Because even Tootie's hair was always looking good. I mean, so yeah. whoever, Joe, but. Yeah, whoever was doing hair on the Facts of Life really had their life together. Oh, you know, Miss Garrett's shit was always tight. You were always. Everybody was tight. Everybody was tight on that show. Everybody. I think the thing about wigs is wigs don't bother me in terms of black women. Like, whatever we decide to do with our hair. I'm just talking about our politics about hair. Like, just, you know, obviously black women can do whatever they want. But it's like, even down to the edges conversation, it's just like taming your edges. Because even that has come up recently. It's like, why does everybody's edges have to be tamed? Was oh, can I just right? tell y'all? Oh I my need God, you y'all to don't know that the highway to heaven, my edges are not tamed. My well, edges thank are, you, God. My because edges I'm gonna tell y'all, wild. All my because life, a, black, uh, a black woman uh, angel should not have tamed edges. Oh, she doesn't. And, and all my life, it's been a it's been a struggle from having boyfriends to suggest like you you going why don't you just carry a brush? Which I've had I've had at least two boyfriends suggest that I carry a brush with me, and but so yeah, and so for us who can't because with what? the edge thing, yeah, because I can do edge gel and that's cool, but if you sweat should change and so sometimes I just don't feel like going through the motion that's an extra 10 minutes on your getting ready and uh, I I just got a full on headache from that memory I'm sorry it's, no no uh, it's okay because somebody's getting their ass whipped retrospectively and but it's a big the edge thing is a big deal and especially now that girls can really play it down like there's some edge envy and I say this to the stylist that I work with, what hairstylist that I work with for, for film. I'm like, I I don't want baby hair. There ain't no baby hair on my whole body. I'm a grown ass woman. It's grown over. hair. I got grown hair. I don't have baby hair. Girl. And I'll be I, trying to make those curls. It's so hard. It's a swirl. It still is a fight. It still is a fight for all of us. 
to be our authentic selves. Now, mind you, everybody adds some accoutrement to their beauty. Yeah. Because the beauty is still defined by what men like. Still. But what white men like. Particularly. Yeah, because black men don't even know that they are, fuck- your eyes are white men's eyes. Like, that's the, f- the part that fucked me up. It's like. Carry a brush? I'll beat you with this brush. I'll beat you with the brush. <laughs> How about I'll carry the brush to beat you with it? How about that? How about do you like me or not? Do you like me? Do you no. like your mama? Is the question. Do you like her? Maybe maybe their mama was, you know, permed and, and you know, getting her hair fried every Sunday. You no, know, it's this, just about it's, the rest of your hair is done. Why can't you get this? We're carrying the stuff from the 50s and the 40s and the 60s and the 70s. We're still we're still carrying the stuff. And that we didn't start really wearing our hair until the 70s. That's that's so yeah. you know, that's somebody's lifetime. And do y'all ever think about they were scorned? You know, oh, revol- these rebels, these these revolutionaries saying it in such a negative way. You know, we're still yeah. we're still fighting to, to wear our hair to work. Girl. And then uh, there's I, and clearly there's the internal fight. The, that's the fight. Because right I'm there. telling you, y'all, like, y'all just took me to therapy. I've just been to therapy. My God. I don't no, think it's something about fight. myself. Thank you so much, friends. I, I just had to tell my girlfriend the other day who was scared to take her braids out because she got to be seen on her Zoom and like her real. I, I was like, what do you, we can't, we can't be thinking about them like that no more. Like, what, you, I think about it sometimes when I'm watching the makeup tutorials and I see girls contour so hard. Oh, yeah. Make when that they nose con- nice. Contour and... that nose down. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, it's just like, wow. It's just so many little things that we do that kind of keep driving home you're not your beauty is not the the standard everybody else is trying to be like us all the while it's crazy it's like we try not to be like us and they try to be like us what yeah it's it's a rough one it is a really tough one give myself a bridge because i don't have no bridge i just got a little i don't know what this (gasps) thing is on my face it's you you know they used to ask me in elementary school they used to ask me, how did I breathe through my nostrils? Oh, because <laughs> is that flat right there between your eyes? It's, it's like flat. It's, it's just flat. little. So they'd be like, how you, oh. how you breathe? As I sound <laughs> congested right now. Yeah. Oh, well, I got the opposite. I got my daddy's nose. I have a giant nose and my nostrils are always flaring. And so I've always <laughs> been. I don't, so for I don't me, see the giant portion that you're talking about. I don't see that. I, I've I mean, seen a I've, flare before. Now that she said that, I was like, oh, I, I might have seen a flare. Yes. But that's okay. We must accept from your nose to KRS-One's nose. It's all beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I yeah, was, I mean, but we just don't, like I said, it's just the little ways, like you said, the internalized fight about mm. the way, about the way that we look at our obsession with that, about yeah. our complexions, about our features, about our hair. Come on. And it's just a constant fight with everything. And so to me, again, if we don't really look at that and, and pay attention to it, then we don't realize how much we heavily police ourselves as black women. Before you even think about how we're thinking or what we do, we're yeah. policing the way we look. We're policing, ex- you know, just 
just how we present in the room from the from the hair to the features to the Because we want to make tone. sure we're heard and not just looked at. That's right. the thing, right? It's like we're trying to be heard. I don't want right. him to be distracted because you don't know what this is and you want to touch this. And uh, mm. It's just like the, it, it amazes me what, you know, how much we have to think about every Everything. single thing thing and how we being watched all of the time critiqued all of the time there's this little meme on tiktok that was going around and the sound said black people are never lonely because there's always a white person all up in our business and it's like (laughs) and what it did was show black people chilling doing nothing and then focus in on a white person somewhere in the background staring at them yes and it's the funniest thing, but it's like profound because that it makes you think about that term, the white gaze and how we are obsessed with the white gaze. Shout out to Tony Morrison. And honey, that white gaze, baby, baby. And you got to be pushing back at that on a consistent basis. On a consistent basis. It's one thing we and get you're in- not always going to win. You're not always going to yeah. get no, quote unquote you're not. right. You're not. You're not. Uh-huh. You're not. No. You're not. No. Because you've been you've been living with it and perpetuating it longer than you've been pushing back. Yeah. You know, so you're better at perpetuating it than you are at not. So pushing. So so that thing you've been living with that thing a long time and it's generational. It's been passed down. Listen, I, 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 I remember perming my hair because I had I had permed my hair for the most part of my life because my hair, my cousin was a, a hairstylist. And, um, you know, when she was her, in school, I was her guinea pig. So I had all the styles. I had the Jerry girl. I had the snapback. I had I had the the, the lopsided uh, diagonal. I had it all. She 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 hooked me up on a constant basis. Shout out to them. But when after I, I shaved my head in college because I was like, I I don't want this. I, I don't I don't want this. And that's when my grandmother I came in the house with my hair cropped, and my grandmother told me to get out of her sight. I was not ready for that. I was not ready for that. I, and I also was not ready years later when I permed my hair because I felt like it. I just felt like it, and all of a sudden I was so fine. Ooh, she fine. Well, we gotta allow space for our our elders and I wasn't how they ready been for that either. That bothered me. It made me feel uncomfortable. Too. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. what grandmothers. I mean, yeah, I know. I understand that. But now you understand. Mm-hmm. Like our grandmothers are whole human beings from a certain time, and we're told about their beauty as well. Oh yeah, I mean, I yeah. think, but it, but it's the feeling, how it makes you feel in that moment. Yeah, yeah. No, it, when it sucks. when you're when you're getting in touch with your authentic self at that time in your life, and and your elder is rejecting that, even even though you know you know why you know why, but this is it the makes feeling. Me sad for them. But it makes me sad, honestly, when I see it happening out in the world to our to our girls and our women. Yeah, when they are just trying to get in touch with whoever their authentic self is, and they get told. No, that's not professional. No, that's not this. No, you're not a queen if you look like that. No, you're not so-and-so. No, you don't look neat. Yeah. No, you don't look, you know, it's like I get really, that hurts me. Because like I said, as black women, we're being watched 
and, and judged and critiqued so much. If you can find that moment where you say, I don't want this, and then you get in touch with something that you do want. It's a great and you can moment. Look, and you can look at yourself and say, yes, self. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think, I think you should be able to do that. I think you should be able to do that and go with that. Go with that feeling. It is you can't just change, you can't change your skin tone. It is you can't the change work. That. And I tell you, if if you feel like you can't be appreciated for if you choose to wear your hair, uh, the way you wear it, if you choose to uh, appreciate your skin, and I hope you do, you know whatever uh, complexion you are, brown skin sister. And you feel like, you know, Wait, you're not you can't no... say whatever complexion and go brown skin sister. I'm brown. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. And, if, and if you if you black, you brown somehow, baby. Okay, I got you. All right. So you saying a general brown skin I'm sister. I'm talking about I brown skin girl. No matter how lo- skin light just you like are. Pearl. Or dark. I'm talking yes. about brown skin women. And I mean, right. and I don't mean specifically brown. I mean black women of of, of all different shades. Real rap. That's what I mean. If you feel like you can't be appreciated for all your shine and glory, honey, go to Italy. Okay. Just, Woo, just girl. Just let go. me tell you, I, I've been there. <laughs> Look at yeah, this my mama is. was in a, sin, a sea of white women and they didn't see them white women. All they saw was bellissimo, bellissimo, bellissimo. Where am I? Also in Jamaica. Also in Jamaica. Be, go somewhere where you're appreciated. <laughs> God darn it. Yes. yes. Come on and shake your shimmy. Yes. Yes. We're here shaking. Yes. (laughs) Purr. Purr. Just just for your ego boost to know that this is is a clouded vision of you. And even maybe your vision is clouded too. Uh, and shout out to those women that have brought it to light. Like, I mean, I know it's controversial, but even Tessa Thompson, who was like, I am so conscious of my light skin privilege in this situation. Wow. It's a thing. Yeah, I, I haven't reached that place yet. I just found out I was light skin. I'm sorry. It's been, it's been a few months for me, and I'm I'm like shit. Well, you a real? different kind though, because you still light skin, but you still nappy too. So yeah. sometimes it's a little different. It's a little different in my yeah. life. It's it's real interesting to be in Tennessee with with natural hair out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah the mm. response is is different. I get called girl often. Often, oh. I got hit on when I was in Nashville a How few weeks ago today, by a girl? white man. I was like, "Wait, what? White men? Oh, uh, uh, I never had." I, I haven't I been a girl I, in a very, very long time, but I appreciate your compliment. Now, get me whatever I'm asking for. Thank you so much. You a good one. You ain't hit them. I don't know who you're talking to, but I'm, I need to order. Mm-mm. Okay, okay, that's fine. I do things differently. I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm trying not trying to fight you. I'm trying to educate you, baby. I'm. I'm not a girl. On that note, thank you so much for listening to J.L. today. (laughs) Thank you so much. We enjoy having these conversations. We're always like laughing and crying and uplifted and changed. Changed just a little bit. I like that. I appreciate that. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Hey, hey, everyone. It's producer Eves here again at the end of the episode. 
And what Aja mentioned about the social media filters making skin look lighter, that is an issue that people have raised. Of course, there are the overall problems of how filters affect self-image, confidence, esteem, and our perception of beauty standards. But skin tone is one thing that is still super relevant and a problem. And it goes way back with light skin biases embedded in photography and filters since their early days. And it goes even beyond skin tone and into Eurocentric beauty standards in general. Yep, the trance of white supremacy is strong. I'll drop a few links about it and about colorism in the episode description. Hi, if you have comments on something we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. This podcast is hosted by Jill Scott, Laia St. Clair, and Aja Graydon Dantzler. Its executive producers are Jill Scott, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. It's produced by Laia St. Clair and me, Eve Jeffcoat. The editing and sound design for this episode were done by Christina Loringer. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.